What up, Yahanyaks? Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast, bringing your Friday edition, nope, Friday dose of weird. Before I'm, I'm on a boat! And so I'm really excited about that. Gonna be on a boat all next week. Got things lined out. We've got it squared away. There was still some uncertainty on Wednesday's episode, but no worries. Never fear. I have a plan. So Wednesday, we're getting blessings from, blessings born from tragedy. See, blessings from tragedy seems too short. Blessings born from tragedy, I think that's what I want to shift it to, though. But anyways, Wednesday, you're getting Dennis's story. My buddy Dennis, he has an incredible story that is, I will say this over and over again. Nothing short of miraculous. Miracle after miracle after miracle. He's an awesome guy. And get your tissues, napkins, or receipts, whatever you have on hand, save them up because it is a tearjerker. You're going to need to be wiping away some tears. If I was someone who cried, I would have. But I'm not someone who cries. Obviously, I'm a Viking. We don't cry. My, my tear ducts, I am pretty sure, are non-existent. They haven't worked in years. But anyways, that's Wednesday. Then uh, we're going to have some doses of weird. I got an undead notes coming at you Monday. And then Friday, I'm not going to give too much away. It's something different. It's going to be special. I think you're really going to like it. But it's something totally new. It's a little bit different flavor. So get excited. But you're going to have a full week next week while I'm on a boat. Sailing my cares away. Knee deep in the water somewhere, as Zach Brown Band would say. I just rhymed a whole bunch. That was weird. Unintentional. But that's what I'm going to be doing. Be off the grid. I won't be able to post about any of them. I don't know. I might hand over access to a friend and just have them make some simple posts. We will see. Just to do the regular posts, I could schedule them, I guess. But that's not really how it works for me. So, If you want to maybe post for me, I can give you the info to the the pot to the Instagram page as long as you promise not to sabotage it uh, promise on your firstborn child even if they're not there but anyways <laughs> yeah that's what's coming so you're gonna have a full week next week so never fear you will get all doses of weird next week and you will be um, you'll be fully stocked on your weird flowing through your veins you'll be injected as always directly into your ear holes so get excited for that we're gonna ride the lightning now it's all gonna be done ahead of time so it's going to be done, right? It's crazy. But anyways, let's jump into what we got going today. Beep, 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 beep. So we got some good stuff happening today. First and foremost, simple note. If you're someone who's watched any form of, you know, comedy videos, social media videos, sarcastic, think Trey Kennedy videos, really, that's the one where, where this came to mind. But it, it's seen in a lot of common, popular, like, video short sketches and whatnot nowadays. And it is the subtle, sometimes, sometimes not, zooming in and timing, timed zooming in and zooming out. You know what I'm talking about? You watch a video and, like, kind of zoom in when they say something and then kind of zoom out. And a lot of times... You know, and, and sometimes too, it's like over zoomed in and slow it down, and so it's like over zoomed in, and you know, it talks like that, and and those those are funny, and I think some intermittent use of that zooming in and out in a timely fashion can add some some effect. But I was watching a video the other day, 
and I, I believe it was a Trey Kennedy video. I don't mean to put him on blast. I think he has some decent content, some good content sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't hit on me, and that's no, doesn't hit on me. Yeah, Trey Kennedy definitely doesn't hit on me, and he better not because uh, your boy's married. <laughs> married, and uh, I don't swing that way anyways, so stay away. But he I was watching this video, and I found myself not being able to focus on what they were saying, what was going on, because whoever was behind the camera was like, just decided that it was a good idea to almost constantly, I'm talking within every five second, like five second intervals, zoom in, but then kind of zoom back out and, and, and do it in stages. So it's not even like a smooth zoom. It's not like, okay, I'm going to zoom in to five times and then zoom back out to 10 times. It's like zoom in two and a half times and then pause and then zoom in a little bit, but then zoom back out. And so it's, you know, it's almost offbeat. And by the end of the, I don't even think I could finish that video. By the end, I was, I, I'm not sure I finished it. If I did, I was frustrated. But by the end, I wasn't even listening. I was just going, what? Stop it. Stop it. I think there's a level, like everything, where it's funny. And you do it a couple times, right? But this was like a three-minute video. And imagine every five seconds. It's almost like someone inexperienced using cameras. Like, we need to be close. Oh, crap. Too much. Uh, back, back. Oh, no. That's too far out, though. Come back here, though. And and it it wasn't time it wasn't timed with anything at all it was just happening and it i i don't even remember what the video was about i didn't didn't enjoy it at all and i also thought man if i'm someone who has like motion sickness problems i could see someone getting motion sick from this if they're sensitive and i'm not but it and, and it almost it almost kind of messed with my eyes a little bit and it was just not enjoyable at all i don't understand I kind of understand where they got it, but I think it I think now it's being done way too much. And it's no longer funny. There's a way to zoom in on something and time it with music or audio or an action and it's funny. But just like this was through normal dialogue and they're cutting back and forth and it's just zooming in as he's talking, not going with the cadence or the rhythm or the timing of any of the the punchlines or anything like that. It's just happening. And it's like, oh, this is way too distracting. It's kind of, if you ever played the game Techno Kitten Adventure, oh, one of the best. I wish it was still around. It, it cost, I think, but it was so worth it. And basically, it had a bazillion things happening in the, in the background. It was a little tap, like, kind of like Flappy Bird style. Had a bazillion things going on. I mean, stream, stuff flying across the screen, flashing, blinking lights. It was a seizure of a game. Like, if you struggle with that sort of thing, or flashing, or, you know, a bunch of flashing lights, like, epilepsy at all do not play that game but if you don't give it a try it gave there was so much going on it would give you a headache if you played it for too long i remember one time i played it for like almost 10 minutes and then i had to stop because i got a headache but anyways the only thing you had to dodge were these subtle white dotted lines that's that made your borders and made obstacles in the middle everything else was purely distraction and that's what it felt like watching this video I'll see if I can find it or find one that does it. Put it in the link in the description and you can let me know what you think. I think there's a tasteful way to do it where you can. And then I think there's an incessant annoying way that totally detracts and ruins the video. Not just, not just, I uh, kind of took away from, ruins the video. It makes me almost a little, it almost makes my eyes feel like they're having trouble focusing. And... It, it adds zero effect and actually makes me forget once. Cause once I started realizing they were zooming in and out because it was so overt, 
I was like, what's, what's going, why, why are you doing that? And I stopped the video and I was like, no, I'm done. I'm not watching any more of this. I stopped it like halfway through and was like, I don't care what it was about. Even if I thought it was funny, I forgot what they were talking about. I could not, I could not focus even if I tried. And so it ruined it. So yeah, just word to the wise, chill out on the zooming. Okay. Too many, a little too ADHD on that. So, okay. That's enough about that. Oh no, that's what it was. I see if I read my notes, sorry, a little bit more on that. If I read my notes, I might, you, you know, that's a good, good place. Word to the wise, Gus, read your freaking note all the way instead of stopping after, after the first bit. So I misattributed this to Trey Kennedy video. That is not what prompted this note. And had I read the back half of my note and not got distracted by the thought and the, the memory of the zooming. Now, I will say this. I think it has happened in some of a couple of Trey Kennedy videos I've watched and I have turned them off. But the worst that I saw it, the worst I saw it. And see, those are little two minute sketches and they're kind of like flashing between cuts. People are moving. And so it fits in a little better where I saw it and where it drove me insane. And I quit being able to listen and quit watching and didn't finish it, even though I was very interested in the content was it was a, it was a podcast. It was a still podcast. So it was impulsive Logan Paul's podcast. Now you might say you listen to Logan Paul. No, I don't dude's whack. And I think he's an idiot. I mean, he's wildly successful and I can acknowledge that, but I can also acknowledge that I don't necessarily like the type of culture he's built in a lot of ways. I think it's fine, but it's, it's the, to me, it's the modern shock, got shock jock culture. And in a lot of ways it's not healthy because it's reinforcing bad things. But in some ways I think it's fine. Um, I think it's okay. And such is reality too. There are going to be people that do that and earn their living that way. And that's fine. You might say, well, you can't talk because he has a bazillion dollars. And it's like, he has a bazillion dollars. Yes. And I can acknowledge that. But I can have that opinion. That's an un, unpopular thing to say sometimes is people talk about, well, he's getting money, so you can't be mad at it. And I was like, he's getting money, and I can be mad at it. Because guess what? I think there are bad ways to get money and wrong ways that are culturally degrading to earn money. But that's beside the point. Anyways, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, this came across my YouTube time. Ben Shapiro on Logan Paul. And I was like, wait a minute. Your boy Ben. Now, Ben, I listen to. And... That's, that's kind of two worlds crossing over that normally don't interact. And so I was very interested and they sat down and they started, and this is, it's been, it was like 2019. It was when they, when the daily wire was still in LA and Ben was in LA cause that's where Logan is, but he goes on. And so they have some, you know, they have the wide angle where everyone see it's kind of a V shape, I think, or, or a half circle. And then they have, you know, their, their individual cameras to, to get close ups on whoever's talking. Well, this is where it gets crazy, but I watch, I'm watching for five or 10 minutes and then all of a sudden it hits, I I realize I'm like, what's going on? And you know, sometimes they might make slight camera adjustments, but it's like the producer, this is what it felt like. So they're on, say they're on the wide angle. And then the guy who's up close on Ben is like, oh, hold on. Let me adjust. Let me zoom in a little bit. Not too much. Zoom back out. And, and he's trying to find the right shot. And the producer's sitting back in the control room and he sees, ooh, go to camera six. Close up on Ben. He's doing some good work. And he goes to him. Instead of waiting for him to adjust and get a good shot and being a good producer and going, all right, hold on, hold on. Now go to him. He says, go to him now. That's great. And I mean, it was blatant zooming in and out 
like they're doing a fast little cut back and forth skit video. Not like they're sitting down for an hour and a half long form conversation where it's stagnant and just and stay and and it matters more. Yeah, you you might want to do some cuts between certain people who are talking or to catch someone's reaction or to you know zoom back out and just show the whole panel, but not or, or, or switch to a camera that shows the wide angle, but not zo- constantly zooming in and out. And that's what was happening. And I, I turned it off after like 10 minutes because I was like, I can't watch this. I'm interested in the content, which means, you know, I should just go listen to the audio version because visually it was idiotic and it was horrible. And I have spent so much time complaining about this. I'm, I'm honestly impressed. So if you're still listening, I'm impressed because believe me, the next thing coming is very much worth it. So yeah, I'll put the link to that video down below. And I don't even think Ben comes on initially because Logan, another thing I don't like about him, how much he pushes his merch and it's, it's too much, right? I get, you have to promote yourself. Self-promotion is part of the game, but the way it's almost nefarious and also, when you think about his audience, he's like, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. And that's just, how, and it's like, bro, chill out. Is that really where you make your money? Because you're already, maybe it is, but I don't know. But it's a, it's overkill for me. It's obnoxious. And in general, him and her brother, I find a lot of what they do obnoxious. Now, obnoxious is what gets you views. And ultimately, it, you can leverage that. And you have to be smart, too, about how you're obnoxious and and leverage that into income and and getting wildly popular. And they have done that. And it's like, there is some tact and strategy there, but at the same time, it doesn't mean I have to like, or think what you're doing ultimately is good. But anyways, that will be in the description and tell me what you think. I'll see if I can find where it, where it really is happening, or at least where Ben comes on and, and start it there. So when you click the link, it'll be like, all right, I'll start there. And you can tell me what you think. Are you able to get through that at all? And you may not be interested in listening, and that's fine, because a lot of the stuff they talk about happened like three, four years ago. But at least watch five or ten minutes and tell me what you think of it. Is it distracting? Now try not to go in and be like, I'm looking for the Zoom, but try going and just sit back and watch. Like almost be doing something else. Maybe, maybe folding laundry or I don't know doing your taxes, whatever, you know, something that doesn't require a lot of attention to detail and, and be casually watching and see if it starts to distract you, if it takes away and detracts and let me know. You can email me, you can DM me, whatever, send a voice memo. Let me know though, how it worked out for you. And I'm curious and you won't hear back from me probably for, cause I'll be on a boat next week. And so if you send it in next week, you have to wait like a whole week. Oh no. Uh, to, to probably hear what the responses are. So, all right, let's get to the fun stuff and finish out this dose of weird right. Babylon B article, you know they always produce great stuff. Link is in the description. You can go read it for yourself. And a lot of times it's stuff that's very relevant to the kind of, to, to those of us, to the church culture in a lot of ways, the Christian culture, if you want to call it that. So here's, and sometimes they post these list articles that are amazing. So here's a great one. 13 great excuses for missing church, and some of these hit close to home. Oh, it's great. So I saw this and was like, I got to click on it. Because usually it's it's about the headline, and you just share the headline. In their, in their line of work, it's about the headline. But then there's sometimes these that are just amazing. They're short, sweet, and to the point, right? So we'll just read through this article. So you haven't been to church in a while, huh? We get it. Dragging your family to Sunday services week after week ain't easy. If you're running out of excuses, here are 13 perfectly valid excuses that should cover you, at least for a while. Number one, 
The worship leader keeps singing in keys that are way too high for normal humans to sing on. Sing in. How are you supposed to worship God in a too high key? Ugh. So there you go. If they're singing out of your key, get out of there. Number two, you just would well, then. And so number one doesn't apply to me at all because I'm tone deaf. So I sing in whatever key is apparent. And oh, cool, you're singing. In, someone's like, you're singing in the wrong key. Am I? Cool. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm saying I'm praising the Lord. Thank you for being judgmental, though. I feel real welcome at church. Number two, you just like. Don't feel like you've been getting anything out of the sermons lately and stuff. By the way, that is the absolute tone. I read that verbatim. That is how you have to read that quote. I didn't even try to force that voice to come out of me. It just came out. And then it says, so all of these is the main point, And then it's a colon that has a little subtext. And the subtext in this one says, this is entirely the pastor's fault. Yeah. How are you supposed to be responsible that he's bringing you shallow, lackluster content? I mean, come on. Get something that really hits close to home. Number three, the band is playing Oceans again this week. Please make it stop. I think we all can relate to that one. I, I, I would be lying to you if sometimes... So worship is my biggest struggle, honestly. Because I think modern worship is bogged down and in the Mariana Trench of a rut. And it's the same freaking soft, slow, it's slow jam Sundays in worship. And it's like, can we get something on beat? Can we make a joyful noise? I went to one church, shout out to them, Bear Valley up in Denver. And they, they had two electric guitars and each guy got a guitar solo at some point throughout the service. Now, most of it did fit into modern worship, but they weren't afraid to make a joyful noise. And you might say, guitar solos don't belong in church. Why not? As a guitarist... How you, you making a joyful noise, you have a talent, a gift that you have cultivated. And that's playing the guitar. And you're doing it in a worship setting. And so how then by extension when you worship? This is getting way too deep. Well, this is a Babylon Bee article. It is. But here we are. It's on the Rambling Viking. So there's no holds bars. So the guitar solo is akin to a singer doing a rip or using, you know, belting out a song to make that joyful noise. So, yeah, to that I would rebut and say it's absolutely how you'd make a joyful noise. And it's absolutely the right way to do it. But anyways, I, so, so it's a big struggle for me. So I really relate to number three here about playing Oceans again. There have been times where I'm like, I think I need to leave the room because I have such a bad attitude right now that I have to reset. And in those times, I just kind of, I, it's a real battle within me because I'm so frustrated and annoyed. I'm like, this music sucks, frankly, is what I think. And I just go, oh, and, and, and it's, it's not helpful to sing the words because then I'm just, I get more frustrated. So I just sit there and pray about it, literally. I know it's cliche, but I literally have to pray about it. Anyways, number four, you need to find socks and shoes for all your kids to wear. An impossible task before 9 a.m. Don't know that one, but I'm sure I will one day. So all you people with kids out there, understandable, right? How can you be expected to get socks and shoes on all of your kids, all of my no zero kids before 9 a.m.? Number five, there's a sermon series on sin, and you don't need that kind of negativity in your life. Uh, you're probably not that much of a sinner anyway. Probably. That is too perfect. Oh, but True. What's great about the satire is it hits on some truth. And I think that is, I think we do one, one negative thing about church culture today is 
a lot of it is blurring lines between actual pastoral, what I would call, you know, good pastoral service to your church and motivational speaking. And that's tough because a lot of times, you know, sermons, and I'm not saying there shouldn't be every sermon should challenge you super deeply and make you feel super convicted, although that's, that would be good. You know, sometimes you do need the uplifting message and there needs to be uplifting, but it needs to be challenging and it needs to not always be very easy because that is where you find, and like I, this podcast has really shifted to talking about last week, it's that struggle, that hardship, that butting up against, you know, of facing your humanity, facing your faults that bring us closer to God, that make us stronger as Christians, that build our character and ultimately remind us of our dependency on God. So, but I'd be lying if I said, sometimes, look, I'm sitting there and I, it hits you hard and you get figured. You're like, dang it. kind of wish I didn't come today because this is hitting the nail on the head. Number six, greeters. You're an introvert yet. The church still posts greeters at the door. <laughs> this is abuse. <laughs> oh, I can't relate to that, but Especially because I that if I'm going to volunteer, that's probably my best position is a greeter. Maybe. I, even though you're supposed to keep it short and sweet, I'd be like, pull you in, want to have a conversation with you, but <laughs> and keep you from church. Oh, but that's great. To any introverts out there, please, I would love to. That one feels so right. Like, I can't, I'm being accosted. I just want to go to church, mind my business, hear the sermon, worship the Lord, and leave. And you're out here trying to, hi, how are you? Good morning. Excuse me. As an introvert, I am being abused. Number seven, those stale cut in half donuts are too tempting. Today isn't the day to ruin your, to ruin your seven day keto streak. Exactly. Who do they think they are? Tempting me with sugar. Get behind me, Satan. Go over and flip the tables. Jesus style. You've turned my father's temple into a den of robbers. Now that would be a scene, but to avoid doing that and probably getting kicked out of your church, just don't go. Right. I feel that one. Number eight, COVID. That's still a thing, right? Yeah, COVID. (laughs) Number nine, you got in a big argument with your spouse this morning and you're still mad. It may be too hard to fake a convincing smile to the greeters. Once again, the greeters come into play. That one has been very real. There have been days, I'm not going to lie, we're on the road, on the drive to church, we've gotten into some spat or something, you know, some issues come up. And it's just like, I don't want to go to church right now and see these other people and be like, we're doing great because we're fighting right now. And, but that acts as a good thing because then it almost forces you in a place to, it's like, all right, we either got to figure this out. I have to get over it and ask for forgiveness and we need to make it right. So yeah, but maybe just don't go to church, right? (laughs) Number 10, your church started offering gluten-free communion options and you're not into all that woke crap. (laughs) Oh, that one, that one also hits, it's close to home for me, obviously being as a conservative and being anti-woke. It is funny though, because our, the church we're going to here, amazing church, honestly, as far as I can tell, everything is great. There is a gluten-free communion option and it's in one particular, we have gluten-free. Oh no. So just a joke, not real. Number 11, some weird visitor was sitting in your pew last week. So, full disclosure, sounds like me. I'm very much a, I need to go sit up front, and I've definitely taken some people's spots. You can't just deal with that awkwardness again. Yeah, 
So time to bounce. Walk this one. Look, you get all the way there. What's someone's in my seat? Yeah, I gotta leave. I'm gonna have to go home about this one and pray about it. <laughs> pray for forgiveness for them, and I'm gonna have to pray for I don't know something. But I guess I'm gonna have to start getting to church early to secure my seat. Yeah, it's funny how how people how we were we're creatures of habit and that we start to sit in one place and we sit in that same place and we can't think of sitting in another place. And then if we come in late and someone's sitting in our place, we get offended. Like that was our spot. So funny. I always love to do that in school. And I know I've said this before when it's like no assigned seating, but everyone ends up seating, sitting in, they find their spot and they sit there. Well, I'd like switch it up every now and then. Cause I like, I like to switch it up every now and again. And someone, you're in my spot and be like, actually, we don't have a science. I'm not in your spot. Well, that's where I like to sit is always the follow up. And it's just like, oh, I'm sorry. You can sit there today. Get, get, get here sooner. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and I kind of use it honestly as a way to remind people like you need to chill out <laughs> these things. And it's not that serious, but also maybe we're a little soft. Call me overthinking, but. That's what I like to think sometimes to tell myself to justify being kind of a jerk. Number 12, you listen to some worship music this morning and that pretty much counts as church. Church isn't a building after all, right? (laughs) Amen to that. Oh man, there have been times, especially with COVID and digital church and streaming it where I've been like, look, look, we can just watch church. I can stay in my PJs. And then, then nobody knows if I'm playing my phone game during the sermon and it's fine. I love it though. I listen to worship music, so I don't need to show up in time for worship because we listen to the, we listen to Christian radio on the way to church. Definitely felt that one before, but we all know my struggle with worship. Number 13, you're a Baptist and really hung over from last night. No one must know. Oh, what a closer. What a Mario, what a Mariano Rivera type closer right there. Also, unfortunately, confession time. That one going back to my, less good Christian days. But once again, reminding that the church is made of broken people and part of a broken world. Look, I think we'd be lying if we all said we hadn't been there in some way, shape or form, whether it's you went out and it was crazy club at night, or you just had a few too many casually, you know, with a couple friends over at the house the night before and you wake up, you kind of have a headache. You're like, I don't want to deal with this, but Hey, once again, acts as a good reminder of like, Hey buddy. And unfortunately that's a classic casual Christianity that gets often labeled as the classic current hypocrisy of Christianity, which is funny because it's like, nobody's, I think too much. We, we look at it and we say, Oh, you know, the church is perfect. No, no, the church and the church needs to do a better job of acknowledging this. A lot of times that we are broken people and we are coming here because we are broken in be strictly due to our brokenness that we are depraved and we need help. We need God. And so no better time to go to church than when you, after a night of debauchery, getting or drunkenness, right? And being like, ah, I need Jesus. Now it shouldn't be habitual and you shouldn't be like, well, Saturdays are for partying and Sundays are for Jesus. It's like, no, no, no. Your whole everyday needs to be about Jesus. And you should be, the Sunday should help you not to continue a pattern of going out and Saturday debauchery. So anyways, they close the article by saying these completely legitimate excuses should cover you for a few months, at least. If none of these excuses work for you, you might as well just go. Yeah, just go. Might as well. <laughs> End up talking yourself into it. Oh, man. Babylon B, you guys are awesome, and I it would be a dream. Look, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't want to try and continue to pitch subscriber headlines and eventually uh, become a writer and work with the Babylon B and be on the podcast, be part of the podcast. But 
<sighs> Sadly, you know, they're based out of San Diego. So I'd have to go to California. And I don't want to do that. So maybe if I could be remotely. Well, that's why being a writer. But honestly, so I, I've submitted some okay headlines. But that's that's something that just doesn't come very natural to me. And I need to continue to practice. And sometimes I can hear these subscriber headlines. And they're so good. And I'm just thinking, how am I ever going to produce that? Well, a lot of these people, A, are naturally inclined to it. B, they might not be writers in, in, in their own life. And so they're, they're thinking that way and doing that way. And so you got to build that habit. So that's my goal, though. So if the Babylon Bee guys ever listen to any of my podcasts, hopefully they listen to this episode. I'm going to put it in the title so maybe they'll find it. Uh, have me on for no other reason than that I am fun and entertaining and can talk about literally literally anything, can rant and ramble about anything. And so, uh, and it will give you impassioned, opinionated takes that might cause some controversy and get some good listens. So the very least. And I would come out there on my own dime. You would not have to fly me. Or put me. I would do it on my own dime because I, I think the Babylon Bee is great. So uh, that's my shot in the dark. <laughs> There's your 13 excuses for missing church. Feel free to use any one of them. I would love to know which ones really stuck out to you or applied mostly to you. I think for me, it's definitely number three, the band playing Oceans again. Got number nine, got in a big argument with your spouse. Can't fake it. And number 12, you listen and 13, you listen to some worship music this morning and that pretty much counts as church or you're Baptist and really hung over from last night. Oh, so there's that. Those are probably my top reasons that would hit me most. So let me know which ones would hit you. Go read the article for yourself. Link is in the description. Let me know what you think about the constant zoom, zoom in, zoom out culture, the zoom culture, if you will, and not, not the popular virtual meeting thing that I use to record my podcast and everyone, everyone uses now. So, um, that are used to record my, my interviews. Wow. I cannot speak better in this episode than, wow, we still cranked out a half hour on that anyways, but that'll do it for this Friday dose of weird before I'm on a boat for a week, but I'll still have a full week of weird for you ahead. It's all pre-recorded, all done. Going to be great. Going to be awesome. Go enjoy it. It's going to be absolutely spectacular. So, and I want to urge you to remember to take time away, to relax, to unplug, to get out of town. The R&R is a thing. The Lord, I mean, if you're coming from the Christian ethic, it's God decrees it. He Six days of creation, the seventh day of rest. And he creates all these festivals to remember, to take time to reflect, to relax, to recharge. It is a part of us that we must take time to do that. So take time to do that. Now, I would argue, don't take time. Don't be like, well, I need my Sunday mornings for the... You know, God, Gus said that God demands we relax and Sunday morning is the only time I have to relax. So I can't just go to church. Don't make that the 14th reason. Don't use me as an excuse to miss church. This was satire and a lot of fun. So anyways, hope you guys have a great weekend. Keep it PDFG. I know that's what I'm going to do. That's pretty darn freaking good for if you're new here. Remember to always ride the lightning because you never know where you're going to end up. Sometimes you will get struck and that's okay. It's part of life makes for a good story. Like how earlier this week I called the wrong, I called someone at 6.30 in the morning yelling, you were supposed to take the truck, thinking it was my wife and it wasn't. That's a fun one. Go listen to the last episode. If you have a story that is blessings from tragedy or that is some, you know, struggle that you've gone through, some hardship you've gone through that that has brought you blessings in some way, shape, or form, please, please reach out. Um, that is a new series. It's going to be a big part of the podcast, and I'm really harping in on the struggles of life. And I think part of it is spurred by the last two years, and but also just me realizing that everyone has struggles, and it's good, to, I think, to 
to, to talk about those and be open about those because it, it reminds us that we all deal with struggles and it, and it encourages people, whether they're going through the same struggle and they can relate or just they can relate through the fact that, ah, he has a struggle too and he's working for it or she has a struggle. Man, and, and they got through it, it's encouraging. And so that's what I believe in. Definitely next Wednesday, mark it on your calendar. It should be, now that I'm doing a full week, it should be, what, episode two, 283 with Dennis his story is nothing short of miraculous. I've said that time and time again. Make sure to go give it a listen. Share it around with people. If you have a similar story or want to talk about, also I would love any feedback that you have from hearing these stories, how they've encouraged you, so that the people who have made themselves vulnerable and been willing to come on my podcast and open up about some of the deepest, darkest, hardest struggles of their lives would would know and be affirmed in the fact that, would be reaffirmed that, their story helps someone. I would love to hear that too. You can do that through a five-star review, a DM, a voice memo, whatever. Let's build this out, folks. So that does it for me, though. I'm off to go get on a boat for a week. Biggest boat i ever been on. Real excited about that. Going to have some fun, swim with some, some, some dolphins, hopefully not get sunburnt. Maybe try to show my skills on the surf thing. Be on the lookout for some videos when I get back. I'm sure I'll, I'll have more than enough to talk about. I'm sure I'll have some crazy fun stories, some hilarious stories, all, all of the above. Get excited. But that does it for me. Thank you so much for being a part of the Hanya Accord. Or if you're new here, welcome to the Hanya Accord. You are forever enshrined, whether you like it or not. You're here. You're Hanya, even if you only listen to this episode, which you shouldn't. If you're only going to listen to one, listen to next Wednesday. But... <laughs> All right, that's enough for this Norwegian goodbye. Thank you so much once again for listening, being part of the community. We'll see you next week. Well, I've already recorded them. For those doses of weird, look forward to Friday. Should be a very special one. But that does it for me. That does it for this week's doses of weird. We'll see you. I'm going to go get on a boat. This is your head Honyak signing off to go get on a boat.